people of color. <laughs> I was right. gonna say people of culture. <laughs> That's right, because people of color have culture, such as my African American friends and my Latino friends. <laughs> I hate when people enunciate it like that. Oh, just yeah. do it, please. When they try to do the Latin accent. My Latino. Latino. Shut the f up, Susan. <laughs> just say Latino makes it things easier. Marianne, shut the f up. <laughs> Alright, here we go. We're gonna be recording in five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King. And as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in a control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good? Pretty toasty? Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as bad tonight. No. Not bad. Other than that, yeah, that was... (laughs) That was horrible. Yeah, yeah, last episode, fuck that. We were fuck sweating. That. Oh my goodness. Sweating. So sweating. I think it was the worst because we had an extra person in here. So you had like double the body heat up there? Yeah, yes. yeah. Maybe. We might have to look into the future to, to better regulate that. Yeah, we need a full like HVAC system in here. Yeah, we're, well, we, we got plans. We've got plans. Yeah, yeah we have we plans. We got plans for a, whole, for a whole new set, whole new upgrade top to bottom. You know, we're we're looking into the future into of the future. our podcast. Yes. That's which, right. Beyond the realms of what is now, into <laughs> the twenty-fourth century, into beyond the rims of the galaxy and further. You know, I was gonna have a simple leeway and then you had to keep going with that, Mike, and fuck it up. Stardate. What <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the Star Trek star, the Star Trek stars. The like, actual star log. <laughs> With the fucking song coming on. <laughs> yeah, no. So what's crazy is what I wanted to make this episode about is something I've really noticed. Is what really caught my attention actually was seeing for the game trailers that came out for this summer for 2022 was like yeah. 60% of them were like sci-fi, some type of sci-fi adventure, sci-fi horror. And it got me thinking like, that's also what's been happening kind of like the last few years in film. Yes. It's just we've been seeing a huge resurgence into sci-fi. Like, it used to be dead. Sci-fi was dead for a quick minute. Yeah. It yeah, was it that, was. I want to say like that nerdy, like only like, it was like either nerds liked it or it was just straight up weird. Yeah, yeah. But now they've made it to like, just like, holy shit. This now thing. it's like, it's good. And it's yes. like, it's not just random like action adventures, like low pseudo bullshit science like like now it's like space opera you're getting space opera you're getting like actual like mind bending like actual high concept sci-fi like actual like actual storytelling storytelling but not just like with actual storytelling but like some of the stuff even has like some real grounded to like basics of like quantum physics and stuff like that where it's like it's really getting high concept and really intricate like it's the difference between the glaive (laughs) <laughs> and dune yeah yeah like, yeah like the glaive is like the space princess taken by the and then like some weird boomerang mm-hmm. versus dune which is like a little bit more grounded but futuristic sci-fi at the same time With, like you it's, know societies yes. you know it's it's game of thrones in space you yeah know? yeah so but, yeah but it's it's interesting that we're 
seeing like more and more of this come out in like in greater volumes. Like it was a slow burner at first. Like it kind of started hitting like around 2014 stuff with like the interstellars and stuff coming yeah, mm-hmm. out. But now like even like this year, you're getting like 10, 12, 14, like big production sci-fi flicks. Yeah. I mean, like I said, back to like the interstellar, uh, you know, when it started coming like before that, it was always sci-fi films that didn't pretty much it was bullshit science mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. it. The Interstellar came out and it wasn't. Don't you mean like Inception? Inception came before Interstellar. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was in still the territories where like still Christopher Nolan was the only person doing that. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't call it like a resurgence. I think what really impressed people was like when you started getting the films like Interstellar and Gravity, mm. where it started really bringing the public into yeah. it again. Like okay. it's not just like lasers and like yeah, yeah. Random so shit. they start bringing, you know, you bring real science into it. Like the whole thing about the black hole. Yeah. And it's like, it's not something for like a niche audience anymore. You're putting these in theaters for masses amount of people to go and watch. And they're yeah. becoming like, they're huge money makers. Yeah. So it, like I said, it's, it's weird. It's not weird, but it's interesting seeing that resurgence of it becoming like the money maker again, sci-fi. It's all about sci-fi. Like I remember like when we were going like, 90s like a lot of films were focused on the high concept sci-fis and a lot of them weren't good but it was a huge thing back in the 90s and 80s where it was all about sci-fi films you had ones where it was like total recall Mm -hmm. was one uh you also had things like um oh my god judge dread yeah yeah but they're like more like action sci-fi yeah but it was still kind of like but it was kind of like still like it let people think like hey here's our our concept or our thought patterns of how we see the future is going to be. And it was always yeah. some kind of like sci-fi dystopian, yeah. you know, almost like their version of like an updated Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. It, it, yeah. No, no, no. It's like, it's like now it's, it's kind of stepped away from like, it's still imaginative, mm-hmm. but it's more grounded in the sense of like, you know, this could possibly be a little bit more of a possible reality, mm-hmm. but also with in-depth storytelling with mind, I guess, what's the word? What's the word I'm thinking for? Like, it's it's making you think. It's causing you to think. Yeah. It's, thought, you know, pro- thought process. Thought, like yeah, it's, thought provoking. Yes, thought provoking. that's the word, yeah. thought provoking. So it's it's kind of changing away from the original space opera of lasers and the princess and mm-hmm. the evil blah, 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 to a little bit more of... Really letting you think about like, oh, shit, you know, that is a scary concept of being stranded in space or, oh, shit, that that is a really interesting concept of like different realities. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's not even like even just space stuff too. like it, when you get into grounded films like predestination where it's about, you know, time traveling, but in a more logical grounded sense of how time travel will work, mm-hmm. you know, you're seeing more and more groundedness to these sci fi's arrival what's more like a realistic situation yes. if we were uh alien race were just to land on our planet like it's really thought-provoking interesting stories yeah and leave it to the one dude that's super paranoid and then yep. chucks a grenade in it yep. annihilation annihilation that was not yep <laughs> another really thought-provoking yeah what happened when an alien just lands on your planet and starts splicing dna with everything together <laughs> no it's it's what if something crap like an alien lands on planet with no no intention. It's just it, yeah. It's there's just, no intention. It's not evil or nothing. It's just it's a biological intention just to consume and blend DNA together. That's it, <laughs> and yeah. just to assimilate. Versus yeah. like the old school method of where you know, everything had a evil conscious. Like yeah. it was always like 
any type of like space creature that came to the planet always had some kind of evil dashly yeah. plan to take our resources and yeah. stuff it was like, like that. What's it called? Uh, what was that one with? It's been re. It's the one that Orson Welles did. War, War of the, the Worlds. Oh, War of the Worlds. Yeah, War of the, something like that. It was yeah. like, oh, something lands on our planet. It's trying to destroy us. Or yeah. like, or Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Independence signs, Day. Signs, you know, Mars signs. attack. Mars <laughs> attack. You, they always have like some actual like human process of thinking of why they want to destroy us. Yes. And then more recent movies, like just, it happens. It just happens. It just is. We just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> moonfall. Yeah. <laughs> really thought provoking. Oh movies, yeah. Definitely you know, fucking moonfall. Where right. The moon is actually just a giant alien spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. Cause you know, our ancestors were aliens from distant solar systems, you know, cause that's, that's very thought provoking. And Jesus was the pilot. <laughs> he literally took the wheel. You could be my wingman. You could be. <laughs> anyway, I don't yeah. know, but but I was saying like off off sub. You know, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot what it went. It went it, off topic it to went another off topic. Completely off topic. Anyway, but anyways, like getting back on subject with sci-fi, where are actually some like sci-fi films that have you guys recently seen that you're like, oh shit, this is. This is a hit. This is a fucking hit. Like, what are you guys' favorite recent sci-fi films? I'll say, like, in the last 10 years. Last 10 years? Okay, well, we just, I mean, we mentioned Annihilation. Mm-hmm. That one really got me, like, That got you good, yeah. That got me good, because I saw, like, holy fuck. One, production value, when I saw, like, everything change. Mm-hmm. You can see that, what's it called? That half bear with the woman scream. Oh, yeah. Which, that one got me, like, holy fuck. That was <laughs> disturbing as hell, just hearing that. Which one? Uh, Annihilation. Remember the scene where? Oh no 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 no! Never mind. You don't even have to tell me. <laughs> you don't want to remember. I, I don't want to remember that. <laughs> the- I blocked that away for a reason. I'm not going back. The file is not coming out. <laughs> it's staying where it belongs, locked up. Well, we gotta explain it for those who haven't seen it. <sighs> Man, that means I have to remember. Yes, exactly. Yep. It's, All right. It's such an interesting scene. All right. The movie takes place. A meteor crashes in a uh, in a small town. Right. Well, yeah, small. It crashes into a lighthouse, but yeah, it's a near small, a small town. Right? Yeah, near yeah. a small town. Yeah, um, it creates what they call the shimmer, uh, which is like this. Well, a shimmer. That's what it was in the midair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's like a bubble. Yeah, like a bubble. The deeper you go in, the more things are changed by DNA structure, which means. In the center, the trees have combined with the sand, so they turn into glass. Yeah, so it's basically this shimmer is a giant, well, it's kind of like an alien creature that just keeps expanding into it's like a giant bubble. And everything within this bubble, all DNA is just kind of like mixed in together. So like tree DNA is mixed with human DNA and and spliced with sand DNA and spliced with like bird DNA. So it's just, it's a melting pot of DNA. So it's almost showing you like the actual terror of like slowly dying and becoming something else. Yeah. So they show a person turn into a plant. That was horrific. Um, someone's intestines were moving around like a snake. Yeah, like snake. Um, they were uh, a person was like they turned to a fungus. Yeah. So no, someone turned into pure energy. Yeah. <laughs> pure energy. Uh, the the bear, which that's the one that got me. Yeah. Was it bit into a woman? Attacked the, one of the soldiers. It, and it came back throat, and bit it, her throat out. Yes. And it became like, its face became spliced with the woman itself. So, so it had like rotting human facial structures, but it still kept like the shape of a bare head. 
but every time it roared or made noise, since it bit out the woman's throat, it kind of spliced together. So you hear her last dying cries. That's what I was like, help me or something. Yeah, it was like, help me and stuff like that. Like the last thing she was saying was imprinted on this bear. Yeah. (laughs) And so it tricks another person to writing out there. Thinking her friend, you know, was still alive. Nope. Nope. It was just a fucking bear. That's all it was. But no. it does get disturbing. Like, it's just that yeah, idea. It's the whole idea. Feel. It's nightmare. It's not, but I mean, overall, just that whole thought, provo- uh, the process, just like, oh shit, like, you know, things can happen and there's no control in it. Mm-hmm. There is no fighting. There's nothing. You just have to let it be. And it's not like you can leave and escape and stuff like that. Like, it's incredibly locked you in there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a definitely a must watch. I will say, if anyone who hasn't seen Annihilation has Natalie Portman, great performance in it. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's yeah. in there, plays her husband. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. What about you, Mike? Uh, in the last 10 years, you know what? Even though, oh boy. I would say it's either a tie, either between Blade Runner 2049. Good one. Great. Fantastic. Or Dune. Dune? The most recent Dune okay. movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough... Because both cinematographies are done by the same person. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so visually appealing mm-hmm. as well. And just the creativity of both worlds is just an absolute eye candy. Was that the same cinematographer for the Batman? Yes. yes. Uh, Greg or Greg or what was his name? He had an interesting name. Yeah, yeah. But yes, it was the same one. He worked on Blade Runner. He worked on Dune. He also worked on Rogue One yeah. as well. Uh, he's done a lot of high-profile projects. Yeah, Greg Frazier. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. That dude is absolutely astonishing. By the way, I'm, I'm using the wipe of transition like mm-hmm. Star Wars. Since, you know, <laughs> since we're going sci-fi right now. Okay, definitely, definitely. But yes, this guy, I absolutely, I should remember his name. Mm-hmm. I really need to because his his work is so beautifully done. I need to watch Vice. I'm going to watch yeah, that this weekend. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark no, Thirty. The cinematography was really good for that one. Oh, he's done a few episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah, see, so he's, he knows what he's doing. Gambler. Yep. Okay, yeah, definitely. Definitely let me in. Oh, fucking fantastic movie. So his his work is just so visually appealing to to capture the eye in such a way to where it's like it's, rule it's of, different every time. Yes, it's different every time. Like he uses the different graphs. And he mm. just doesn't he doesn't stick to just the rule of thirds. Like he really utilizes his whole entire arsenal mm. of what he has at his disposal. Yeah. And it just makes it so cool looking and I just love it. That's Absolutely it, love it. Yeah. So it it's kind of hard for me to decide between the two cuz 2049 kind of has like that cool like conspiracy detective mm-hmm. but in a sci-fi sense mm-hmm. and dune kind of has like almost this mystical otherworldly beautifully placed presence of like like we were mentioning space game of thrones it's like it's you're you're literally into the world that they built yes yeah exactly yeah that's that's what i really love that's the best that's the greatest thing that i really love about sci-fi it's like when they really build upon a world Mm -hmm. and they throw you into it. And sometimes it's some of the shit just sounds ridiculous, but you just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. You just roll with it because you're like, yeah, fuck, it's a whole different universe. It's a whole different world. Yeah. See, you son of a bitch, because you're still in mind, Blade Runner 24 and 9. That was like, (laughs) that was like my top. That's, oh my goodness. You know, sci-fi and neo-noir, those are the two for me. You put those two together. 
And so and, and, and I was, fucking melt. I melt. Yeah. It was a perfect blend. It was the perfect blend of the two. You know, weirdly enough, uh, before I met Ashley, mm. I think I've told her before, I actually had a date and we went to go see that movie. Mm. And I was more into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to go see it in an IMAX. Yeah. And that was an absolute treat. Mm. Listen to the fucking vents just vibrate. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, uh, we probably never spoke again, <laughs> but I felt bad, but that movie was just so good. It was so fantastic. Just like, oh, I'm going to go with Mike to movie. We cuddling, snuggling up each other. Not even that. It was like a, it was like a first. <laughs> He's like was, mushing it, her in the face. Yeah, move, like, bitch. <laughs> be like, bitch, you about to find out where his memories come from. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't even know if he's an Android or not. <laughs> Get out of here. And that's when he freaks out. He's like, God, is he a damn it? <laughs> like, that's how I felt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that none of that ever happened. We, there was, there was none yeah. like that. It was a, it was a very first date and okay. nothing ever happened. Okay. <laughs> but I, I think I told Ashley about that one. And so she laughs still. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. But I love that movie. Yeah, I'm the worst person to take with a date. I get too invested into a movie. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't do movie dates. That's the reason I don't do movie dates. When I'm watching a movie at home still, like I know it's like the time to get like, oh, you close and snuggly, but it's like, girl, we, we, we're just starting the third act right now. Shit, <laughs> yeah. Shit's about to hit off. I'm sorry. I can't meet eye to eye right now. We're about to see why Paul Dano did what he did. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. Especially if it's like a noir or like detective story. Yes, like, I got to pay attention. Like, I've been yeah. keeping notes. I've been playing detective of mine the entire time. Like, I'm, I'm not no. going. I'm not going back. No, I ain't going back. <laughs> I'm not reversing. I'm sorry. I'm not going back, but I'm going to watch this. I'm watching this all the way through. I'll Just, look at you. I'll gaze into your eyes lovingly at the credits. <laughs> do the same thing. I like, I like I have no way to stop nerding out. So I will start like. Fuck, look at the lighting they used. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're so interested in everything and aspect about the film. Yeah. But since you took mine, I will say probably my next favorite one, I'll say, is Arrival. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. That's Arri- another good one. Arrival's like the sci-fi film where it's like, it's not action-oriented. It's fully political. I like how we're kind of going for sci-fi movies yeah. that are either by, at least by my decision, either by... Greg Frazier or by Dennis Villanueva. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how can you not? How can you not? They just know how to bring the world to life. They well, they just. The thing is, I feel like any writer, any good director or filmmaker can do a sci-fi film if you focus on, of course, the sci-fi or not the sci-fi, the story first. Yes, yeah. and then you build the world around the story. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, we've seen a lot of sci-fi films that are just terrible, and they're just trying to throw random sci-fi concepts out that make no sense. Yeah. Like Jason X? Yep. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, Jason Jason X is a treat, though. Jason X is a whole different story. Jason X is so dumb. What if if Jason was in space? (laughs) All right, write it. That's it. That's all it took. And you get uber Jason. Shut up. You get uber Jason. It's so fucking <laughs> stupid. I can't believe I watched that over at your house. Yeah, t- uh, yeah you no, because you were, I remember you were worried at first, like, oh, it's a Friday 13th movie. You're like, no, trust me, man. This movie's ridiculous. And you sat down and you were just busting out laughing. I was, I was from beginning to end. It was just <laughs> the lowest possible rate that was allowed for this movie to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, oh, there he is. Just There's look at that. Uber Jason. But, uh, let's go. Skip four when he actually first appears. He's so just... Just look at that. 
<laughs> like what the hell? Why is he like Terminator? And why did his machete suddenly get like uh, yeah. chromed out as well? <laughs> look at that. He has. Why does his mask look like a bionicle? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of questions to this movie. It's this so many. So, so much fucking dumb. leather. <laughs> why I the leather? Why movie. the lights? The overblownness. The you don't miss that this shit. You don't miss this type <laughs> of sci-fi. Weird, no, no, I do. You not. don't miss like. Have you seen Dracula three thousand? Yes. Shut up. Yes, I know. I've yes. seen Dracula three thousand. Oh yes, I hate that one too. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's like, not. What happened to the crappy sci-fi's? Yeah, that's why we don't make those anymore. Exactly. Do you think those killed sci-fi? Oh yeah, dude. It just got. It got too ridiculous. It got too stupid. It's like, man, why? Why? Just why? Yes. <laughs> It got to the level where it was so oversaturated with trying to build like the next over the top <laughs> scientific bullshit. Mm -hmm. It could be anything whatsoever and just add space. And they're like, oh, we got it. We got a winner. They just took random words. Like first, like nanobots. That, yeah. They just put random words together and then be like, all right, the, we got a story. And just throw quantum on everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then it becomes immediately sci-fi. So I think that's the why. The quantum battery and the quantum flux capacitor. <laughs> and it's, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think that's why it went, it took such a downhill. Yeah. Downhill spiral or downward spiral because shit like that kept happening. Now, and it got to the point to where it was like, Oh, like sci-fi was just like for neat nerds and geeks. Yeah. You know? But now, do you think since we're getting the resurgence again and then we're getting good sci-fi storytelling and then we get more sci-fi storytelling, do you think it's going to recycle back over and then we're going to eventually go back to the shitty ones like this? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Always. Dude, that happened yeah. with action films. Remember that? It went through like a whole phase of serious films and now we're we're almost back to the 80s route. Oh, yeah. Keep yeah. in mind, hey, remember, we, once the Expendables was a thing? Yeah. We knew we were at the threshold. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think, yeah, I think Expendables was, like, the kill for the over-the-top action. I think that killed it. Yeah. Like I said, everything comes in a loop. Everything, every genre, every type of thing. Will Goes in the loop. loop. Yes. And right now we're in that loop of sci-fi where it's like, it's all serious sci-fi. Mm. But eventually we're going to go back into Jason X. We're going to go right back into Uber Jason. No, what if we get Uber Freddy? Fuck it, we'll do it. We can do it, man. We can do it. Mike, we can do we it. We can. No. Us. No. <laughs> we could get hey, the rights no, and no. produce. We're, we could. Simply because the family is accepting any scripts. They're accepting anything. No way. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Craven family got all rights to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And they're open for anyone to use their stuff. A Nightmare on Space. <laughs> Ooh. A Nightmare on the ISS station. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. There you go, oh, man. shit. There you go. There it is right there. <laughs> no, no one can escape from space. <laughs> It's like in space, no one can see you dream. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> the oh. nightmare is just beginning. <laughs> nightmare so scary, it's out of this world. <laughs> we can do that. We could. We, you said you want like your entire horror movie franchise, you know, your universe. We could kickstart it and we could be the ones who can bring in the. Friday the 13th, 13, you know, Friday the 13th, 14, you know, we can do that. <laughs> no, what? let me clarify. I did not want that. No, no. You, you want that. No, you I want, want that. I want my 
MCU version of horror. <laughs> so at the end, we get an Infinity War of every villain. <laughs> Dude, that's just a bath, just a big, just rush, running, <laughs> rushing. Jason on one side, Jesse's team on one side, Freddie's team on another side, just <laughs> rushing. It doesn't matter who wins, we're all screwed. It's, that's the tagline again. <laughs> Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> that's so stupid. Like, can you imagine that? Just like the most grotesque monsters. You have like fucking Freddy Krueger. <laughs> You're ready to dance, loser. <laughs> just like on one side. And then just fucking. Fucking with like Chucky right on his shoulder. Chucky in the run. You see, you see Leatherface. You'll see like <laughs> Puppet Master. You'll see everyone just running. God. In a big ass action sequence. What if it's just an army of horror versus an army of teenagers. Yeah. There we go. I would accept that. Like, but all the teenagers, imagine it'd be like, you know how you have your same seven teenagers? Yeah. It's just the same seven teenagers, but just multiple versions of those seven teenagers. So it's not just random teenagers. You have like a thousand jocks, like a thousand potheads. No, and then they're outnumbered. There's just too many teenagers. And then it's just fucking Freddy at the front line. And all of a sudden, you just see like a charger pull up with Jason inside for horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new model, though. Yeah, it's a new model. You got to put some sponsorships in it. There we go. Coming soon, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like at the Diamond Theater. It's going to be like. Not even Diamond Theater. It's like, going to be on fucking. What's it called? Tubi or something. Oh, yeah. Tubi. Oh, Pluto my TV. God. Absolutely. Crackle. That's, it's in a, crackle. It's in up on Crackle. That's where you see it at. Like a peacock <laughs> and it's dead. <laughs> That's so stupid. Can we get that? Not even a matinee ticket. Not even a $4 matinee. Mm. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't know. Like, are there like, before we close out, are there like type of like any sci-fi concepts that you would want to see going into the future for like later films to start developing? Sci-fi action. I know it sounds you stupid as fuck. Uh, but I'm talking about like that kind of John Wick kind of mix into it, sci-fi. Weird, but I want to see that. So you want, you're talking about like so you a, want lightsabers? No, I don't want Star Wars again. Not that. <laughs> no, he's talking about like if you put like John Wick in like Blade Runner. Yeah, like that. That's what he's talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. All right. I can see that. So you, you kind of want. So you also kind of want the same thing as what Anthony and probably what I want as well is like kind of like that futuristic. Noir, yeah, type yeah, look, but mm -hmm. not the this the soft pick, you know, dystopian. Fucking, yeah, I don't want that whole rundown. Everything looks like trash. Yeah, I do want the neon light looking. Yes, future. No, could we redo Demolition Man? That type yes. of future. Oh, that's the future. Yeah. Okay, that's there what we you need. go. Yeah, dude. The food wars. <laughs> okay. Yes. Demolition Man. When I first saw it, was dumb, <laughs> but. There was potential. <laughs> yes. And so I would actually be cool into seeing that again, but just done right. You know what? I want De Dennis Villanueva. <laughs> Do we demolition, man? I want Greg Frazier. <laughs> do we need... Yeah, we need to do that. We need... I want and, Adam, but still... I want Adam McKay writing it. <laughs> okay. But they have to keep the concept of three things. What? Taco Bell, being <laughs> Supreme Leader. <laughs> 
the food wars <laughs> the and the three shells. Wars Never mention them. Shells. Just fucking do it. Bring up the three seashells. <laughs> so dumb. Fucking- I'll be so down for that. And still keep it like a 20 year difference between the earthquake and the future. <laughs> God. Oh yeah, because that that was only twenty years in the future. That's it. It was not a major like hundred years. No, it, was it only wasn't even years. hundred years. It was only twenty years. Yeah. Apparently, a huge earthquake happened, and you got a Prius out of everything. Yeah. I'll <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll re I'll revamp this whole thing. Like for closing, what is like a shitty sci-fi film you remember? Like, no, let's redo that right. I would want to say because you know there's so many with so much like there's so many out there with potential. Yes. Oh no. Yes. You know the one that I was gonna say, but they already redid it, and they kind of actually already did it right. What? Was Judge Dredd? Uh, okay, yeah, it was yeah, just Dredd. yeah. That was yeah, that was done. That was a really Carl good Urban did a great job. Oh, he was because you never got to see his face whatsoever, mm-hmm. and that was great. So, oh yeah, Dredd. That's uh man. That like I'm trying to think like the the catalog of like the classics. Yeah, the classics. I'm like, I don't know. Is there any like? There's a lot of shitty ones. What about the Fifth Element? Would you want to see a redo of that? Would no, you want I, to see another Chris Tucker? I I still, I watched Fifth Element not that long ago. It still holds up. It yeah. actually honestly still holds up. It's weird and it's campy in its own right, mm-hmm. but it's still, it honestly still holds up. So I don't think that's something like I would retouch. Yeah, I, got, I don't, maybe. I might make it dark, maybe. I got one that I want to make dark and I'm pretty sure everyone in the world would fucking hate me for it. What? What? But I don't like this movie. E.T. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I, I don't like E.T. I don't give a They already did. They, they went and they made Super 8. You ever seen Super 8? I haven't seen that one. It's basically E.T. but darker. Yeah, I know Steven Spielberg. I mean, not darker story. Just literally you can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> the cinematography, the lighting, it's, it's, it's too dark. dark. Shit. It's too dark. <laughs> I mean, it, it's basically E.T. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it basically was E.T. It was. Yeah. Uh, an alien that... An alien that necessarily crash lands on Earth or is left behind, and then a boy finds him. But in order, instead of like how ET you remember it, being yeah. like the small alien, like oh, you know, phone home. This alien is trying to get home. It's kidnapping people and even killing people. Mm. And the military is trying to get it back, and it's killing everybody involved with yeah. it. Okay, you know, actually, there's like a new one. I honestly would redo completely and re-scrap their whole like revamped idea was uh, the Cloverfield Paradox. When it was first called Guard Particle, and it was just a sci-fi film about literally teleporting into another dimension and literally dealing with the newfound physics and laws in that dimension. Yeah. That was a cool concept beside before they started fucking with that and they're like, yeah, no, we can put it into Cloverfield, you know, lore. That was super weird. That was weird. Yeah. It was a whole random script. It had nothing to do with Cloverfield. Weird. And they randomly just bought out some script and started randomly piecing Cloverfield bits into that. But I would redo that entire thing and keep it to the true basis of God Particle. Because that was a really interesting storyline. It's like literally just like what would you do when you're in a different dimension? You have no concept of how its laws of physics apply to you. Yeah. So some of these crew members are like seeking, like literally like sipping through walls and stuff like that. Because they don't belong in that reality. Their particles don't exist in that reality. Hmm. So everything does not apply to them. So literally the universe is trying to kill you because you don't belong. Damn. That's, yeah, see? Yeah, I'm done with that. That was the original concept. However, 
How do you run from that? Is it like an abandoned old house? <laughs> like, is there a physical entity where someone can get killed in the shower? Like, no, come, I mean, on, you, come on, you got to keep it as well. Like, no, I nature, mean, nature, laws of physics is the enemy here. Say, I mean, it's very similar to like annihilation. Like, just that concept of. I mean, the concept is, you know, they started a particle accelerator. Maybe you should apply with laws of physics you can't control. Now, what if you mix that with a new Jason? <laughs> So now you have God particle, Jason, this omnipotent being, omnipotent <laughs> being. chasing after you with a, with a galaxy machete, <laughs> just, just hovering inches off the ground, following you everywhere. <laughs> I'm sure that's a villain in Marvel. I'm damn Probably. <laughs> you like, can't run a fucking. <laughs> can you imagine that? Just He's just floating off the floor by inches and just. Oh, it turns into okay. like the last two episodes of fucking, uh, what was it? Uh, shit, the anime <laughs> where they're hucking galaxies at each other. Oh my God, Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann, I yeah. love that show. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll turn into Gurren Lagann. I hope so. That would be great. <laughs> it was just enough, just enough shit to make sense for this to make sense. Can we, would you deal with a live action Gurren Lagann if it went to that ridiculous level? No. No? I cannot. That was- <laughs> you already know my beef with like straight from like, Live action anime. Yeah, yeah. And you can't do that. The ridiculousness of that movie yeah. is so... The bar is so high, you can't hope to copy it. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It is impossible. You can try, but it's going to end up really campy and really lame. And honestly, if they touch it, I'm going to hate them. <laughs> because it's a great fucking show. That is, that is your right. That's your top one. That's, right? that's, that's probably that's my top yeah. one because it's just enough nonsense for it to make sense. It's like, hey, man, someone tells you I can't do this. And you tell them, hey, don't believe in yourself. It's like, wait, what? Believe in the person that I believe in. Hell yeah. <laughs> Makes fucking sense right there. <laughs> and then you pilot a fucking robot that normally isn't supposed to be piloted by humans. But hey, with a manly spirit, you can do it. You can and do you it. And you know what? You can do it. <laughs> and if you believe hard enough in your manly spirit combined. You can start hugging galaxies at people. Com- yeah. <laughs> combined with your ability to believe in the person that that person believes in you. You can create a drill that spirals through the heavens, man, and just huck fucking galaxies at each other. <laughs> so fucking That's ridiculous. my sci-fi. So fucking ridiculous. That's, that's, that's mine right there. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to be a good place to close tonight's topic. Fucking ridiculous. We want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about the whole research of the sci-fi films? Are there any recent sci-fi films that came out that you just love? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on our forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. We put out episodes every Monday. For our audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And as usual, before we head out, Mike has a few end notes for you guys. Yes, uh, all the different ways you'd be able to listen to us, uh, Apple Podcasts, as well as Amazon Music, uh, be able to see us on Spotify, but also most importantly, iHeartRadio. We're now on iHeartRadio, so if you find yourself casually listening on there, 
give us a listen to and even give us a subscribe and even give us a share as well as somebody else you think might enjoy our show. We greatly appreciate it. Not to mention, if you want to be able to watch the live version of these videos on YouTube, you can always follow the link down below as well. We usually leave those ones down or uh, head on over to YouTube and just type in the Red Band Podcast and we should show up automatically there where you can be able to watch these episodes. Be able to like, subscribe, even give us a share as well. So that same person that you shared that iHeartRadio account with. Excuse me. <laughs> she sound like a fart. No, that was a burp. That was a burp, but I tried not to do it in the mic. So I was like. <laughs> also, we do have a Patreon account. It's a little wonky right now, but we are getting it back up again. And we do have different incentives to be able to subscribe too. So consider subscribing. Maybe consider somebody else subscribing. That way we can be able to get more subscribers to create more content. So more subscribers equals more content for you. And we greatly appreciate it as well. And I believe, Anthony, did you already do, I wasn't listening. Did you do audiobooks? The Audible? Audible. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. I, I forgot about the whole Audible because, you know, we have our sponsor. Yes. Yeah. So. Which I also need to mention as well. Audio. What? What's, what? The, what's the name of the sponsor? It's Audible. 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 <laughs> I, like, I don't know why I want to keep saying audiobooks. <laughs> I mean, they have audiobooks, yeah. but oh, it's yeah. Audible. But, all right, Audible. Don't forget, Audible. That's right. So, Audible. This week, I am listening to Children of Dune by Frank mm. Herbert. You know, because yes. I, I got to get myself in the Dune mood. Yeah, man, because uh, I'm really uh, I'm really interested. Yeah, no, it's it, those are really good books. It's really, it's... People usually will compare it. It's like Lord of the Rings in space. Uh-huh. So it has its own world buildings and tone. It's basically space magic. Let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so visit audibletrial.com at www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband for a 30-day free trial. Get one free credit. Good for any premium selection titles you like. Yours to keep forever. The Audible catalog also contains podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. So go, go, so go check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband. That's right. That's audibletrial.com forward slash R-E-D-B-A-N-D redband. Yeah, that's our sponsor yeah. right there. And yeah. you have anything else before we close out, Mike? Uh, I think that's it. Do I have anything else to mention? Do you have anything else to mention? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I, I don't know. It. Okay, we're not going to play this right now. <laughs> All right, so please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters. <laughs>